and gentlemen, wonder of wonders, oh my god, welcome back to the Course Grind Podcast. With you as always this evening, host creator Sean Rossler. How is everyone doing this evening? Episode number 198, I know it's been a while, uh, it certainly has been a while, has it not? Um, as I've said before, and as we get back to some semblance of normal, I think it's safe to say that these little pockets of time are honestly good for this host. You know, 2022... If you missed the memo, wasn't exactly kind. So with that out of the way, let's acknowledge just what it is we're doing here, can't we? It all began with a Facebook post, doesn't it always? One not maybe of the nicest kind. That was from a restaurant banning young children from dining there. My response, as you can well imagine, was also not kind. You see, kids, when it comes to my kids, they were in the mix early on, as damn well they should be. And yours should be, too. We're not talking about a movie where the F word is being used like a comma or more blood and guts than drool on the floor and NRA mixer. Sorry, gun nuts. We're talking about dining. We're talking about eating. And as I've so often said, it's the first and last things we do in this world. And it sustains us all along in between. So why in the holy hell anyone could take offense to parents trying to educate their children on what good food is, since these same critics are so quick to take a dump on the nuggets and fries crowd, is beyond me. So how do I address this topic? Seriously? Well, one simple answer came to mind. With the missus, mommy, wife, whatever you want to call her, out of town with our younger two, the burden of proof lies with our oldest, the one who's put the most miles on the dining card with us, and at 15, I believe has a more refined palate than most of these whiny babies complaining about their quiet little meal. So I think it's high time he shares his thoughts and experiences, don't you? Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, my first, my oldest, my currently biggest son, who I've shared more culinary adventures with than any other, the Wesley Rossler. Wesley, what's going on, buddy? Not so much. How about you? Oh, you know, I'm just downstairs and you're upstairs. Ah! Is that cute? That's what we do. You know, we got to make it so that, you know, I'm not picking you up in the background. So we had to kind of split up in the house. But, you know, again, we've had this time kind of down. And I know, you know, the, what, the last couple of days has been um, sports bar, sushi, and then charcuterie tonight. So I think I, I think we're about as primed as we can be for this episode and for you to tell your story and to help these ignoramuses, ignoramai, I'm not sure which it is. Understand why it's so important to get young kids uh, put into dining at an early point. But before we do that, for folks with terrible short-term memories like me, for folks new to the program, starters, mains, and after starters, we're going to talk about the backdrop. Mains, we're going to talk about where they're at. Again, this isn't career-wise today, kids. This is more about uh, my kid's life. And finally, afters, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to have some fun with that, and I can't wait to hear his answers, to be honest. So... Wesley, I, I I want you to tell me a little bit about where and what you grew up eating. Talk to us about what, like, you know, you're a kid, but don't just think in 15, go back a little ways. Like, talk to me about, you know, what do you eat on a regular basis? All right. So I guess we'll start out with, like, say, normal, normal Sunday night. Okay. I'd, I'd always start out Sundays, you know, Sunday would be the first day we would, um, we still do mm-hmm. make, you know, make homemade, homemade meals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always something different. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, you can thank your mother for that. I'm too lazy to menu <laughs> <yeah>. plan. <clears throat> um, it'll, it'll go anything from 
pasol to um Chaz's favorite deep fried chicken to my favorite seafood dinner. I mean, it could it, it'll jump everywhere. Jump everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, not necessarily one note. Tell me a little bit about. Do you think you're a picky eater or are you pretty open? I'd say I'd say you guys, you, you and mom, mm-hmm. you and mom would have grown me up as a picky eater, but a picky eater in a good way. You know, okay. I'm not like I'm 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 a picky eater in the sense that you know I pick good food. You're you you're know? saying more selective than picky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I hear you. That's that's a great answer. Um. When you think of your childhood, which you're still in, but understand you're 15, you've had a lot of time. I I know you mentioned pasol and those seafood dinner. Like, talk to me about like one or two, even maybe three meals that like you think of, and you're like, oh my god, that was one of the best memories ever. Pasol. Yep. So <laughs> so always. help help everybody understand, and this will actually play to my point that if you introduce your kid to fine dining early, they know a shitload more than most people do. What is pasol? So, pasol is a um, hominy, cod, and I believe spinach? No, tomatillo. Close. Tomatillo. Yep. Um, hominy, cod, and tomatillo. Mm-hmm. Sort of mm-hmm. soup, stew, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, um, man, that, that's always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it has all the elements in it for me. It has that bit of sour, that lime in it. Mm-hmm. It has that bit of sort, sort of bitter, the hominy. And then it has that, you know, protein, that um, cod, mm-hmm. um, just just has all my my elements. In takes it. takes all the boxes for you. W- what else? What's uh, what's something else, buddy? <clears throat> something else. Something else. Um, definitely my seafood birthday dinners. Yes. Tell everybody about those. So every single year for my birthday, I get to decide, you know, if we go out, if we eat dinner here, and I always choose. Let's eat dinner here because. It's my parents' food. I love it. Um, what's in it? Go, what's in it? Tell uh, everybody what's in it. So we always do crab. Um, we do a metric ton of clams. <laughs> um, we'll always do cod, which is one of my favorites. Um, shrimp, you know, all the above. Yeah. All the seafood, scallops, all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, great, man. That's great. Um. <clears throat> obviously you know your way around the kitchen functionally enough. You've been around it. You've grown up around it. I'm going to ask you a difficult question and you can't plead the fifth on it. Who is your greatest culinary influence growing up so far? You. You. It's, I mean, honey, it's, it's honey I'm I've sorry, Greta, if you're listening, I apologize. I feel like I might've led the witness on that one, but he you did know, say I mean, it. I mean, I've been around you more. No offense to mom. I've been around you cooking more. Um, I've I've cooked with you a bit more, and I mean, you know, I could I could just go ahead and say someone that I've seen on TV or something, but that's just that that wouldn't be right. I mean, I've I've learned a lot more from you. Yeah. I've seen a lot more, experienced more. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, again. It, it, we're kind of having a little fun with this, you know. Mo- most of the time, if I'm in the kitchen, Gret's in the kitchen. But um, no, I think I, I think especially when when like everybody else goes away, like one of our favorite things to do, like we did tonight, was like go around and figure out, okay, what are we eating, right? And that usually ends up being uh being kind of fun. So 
I want to ask you kind of a broader question now, and this is going to definitely lead the conversation that 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 I want to have about the topic at hand, which is young young kids eating in dining establishments. So I want you to think nice and deep about food itself, about meals, about uh, about dinner, about that dining experience. And when was it that you figured out, because I know you think this, that food is more than just the meals we eat? When did you realize it ran deeper than that? I think, man, <clears throat> I mean, whew. I think it started to be like, as, as I've, you know, matured a little bit, I've understood a bit more. Um, I figured out, you know, as I've grown up more, mm-hmm. you know, food isn't just like what we eat, what mm-hmm. we live on. Mm-hmm. Food is more of like, food is an experience, you know? Mm-hmm. It's what, it's something to enjoy. Yeah. What, what, when was one of the first meals you felt that? Now, I, I have an answer loaded because I remember talking to you after we, we had it. But I wonder, like, what's, what's a meal that you think back to and you go, wow, that was more than just food going from point A to point B? Oof. Um, I, I know I've already brought this up, but I, I would say, you know, the first time I had that pistol with mom, mm-hmm. she cooked it. Mm-hmm. That was just that was it was sort of the icebreaker for me. Yeah, it, it kind of woke you up. Now, yeah. my thought, I, I I can actually think of two where you went, "Oh my goodness, it's 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 an event more than just something that you do." Was the first night we took you to Seasons, Gary? Yeah. And when we went to the Blind Pig, and you had the trout, I believe. You are right. I no, just I'm remember the look on your face. Like, you realized, like, you were at the cool kid table. But the cool kid table wasn't even a thing. You were just at the table, and it made you feel like a cool kid. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. buddy. Awesome. So, <clears throat> to that end, and along those lines, I want to ask you a little more about your dining experience, right? You're 15. You've definitely... <laughs> You definitely dined out of your class. That the, the most, you know, typical fifteen-year-olds aren't, for the most part, doing what you're doing, and that's fine. That's yeah. not trying to posture or be anything that we're not. It's it's just fact. I'm going to ask you to think way back. What is the first meal you remember eating? All right, the first meal that I can remember mm-hmm. is I don't, I don't know how old I was, but we were in the old house, mm-hmm. um, back in Bloom, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was it was eggplant and something. Okay. I don't I don't remember what it was with, but that was what really you know brought me to my feet with you know learning about food, learning about it with you guys. I didn't really understand that it was an experience yet, but I I started to figure stuff out. I started figuring that, out. That was yeah. yeah yeah. What so what was the first meal that you remember like eating out and feeling like whoa this is something. You know, you brought this up before. Mm-hmm. The, um, the blind pig is definitely yep. That that still lives. That lives rent free in my head. I know. I I know that was like a big aha moment for you. And again, that coincided with seasons. And I'm I'm not sure which one came first, to be honest. But I remember you felt so badass because you got the wild game sausage trio. Do you remember that? I do. And what do you get now when we go to Turkey Hill in the burger? You get the wild game the, burger. I get the wild game you burger. You get the wild game burger. It obviously created a trend for you. 
And, you know, uh, again, you, you couldn't have been, I think you were eight. I think you were eight when, when, when you had that. And I think you were, you know, again, around the same age with, with blind pig and the trout and everything like that. So, you know, you get this experience, you get this exposure to dining out to cuisine that is not made at home, uh, but feels homemade. And I think that's an important distinction. So now at 15, you know, you, 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 you know, what annoys you, you know, what doesn't, let me ask you a question. Why do you think people, the people who do have an issue with this, have an issue with kids eating in higher end restaurants? So to give you a little backstory while you think about your answer, and really this, this place was more of a dive, not even a high end. It was a nonsense Italian dive, which I, I won't name. I don't want to get into a fight about it with them and drag them through the dirt anymore than I'm sure they already have and they should be. But they basically put up the stink and put online, we will no longer allow children under, I don't know what it was, 12 or whatever, to dine in a restaurant um, for their reasons, which I'm not going to say because, I, again, I don't want to leave the witness here with with his answer. So, Wesley, why, why do you think a restaurant would do something like that? Jeez, um, I think a restaurant would do something like that because they don't fully understand that you know kids kids should be learning about this at mm-hmm. the age that they start learning. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's my opinion. Yep. Um, but I I just don't think they fully understand. Kids need to learn about this. Like they they really do. I mean, it's 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 almost just as important as curriculum you learn in schools and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. learning about how food impacts different people, where food originates from, you know, all this. Yep. I just, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I just, I think they don't understand why. What about if they say something like, uh, well, you know, the kids are loud. What do you say to that? You know, the, the, the kids might be loud, but they, they, they really still should experience different foods, learn about different foods, mm-hmm. different cultures, different mm-hmm. cuisine, all that. So it's a they, learning they might, experience. And yeah. let me ask you a follow-up to that. How many times have you been out eating with us and there's been loud adults, quote-unquote, air quotes, around adults? How many times? Lost track. Yeah. Yeah. So for all the all the anti-kid folks, that's a, that's a, that's a bit of a subtle, subdued middle finger uh, in your direction. Wesley, you've got the mic, buddy. You know, obviously, I, I think I think what you said was absolutely brilliant that, you know, we should treat dining out like curriculum. I absolutely agree. And, you know, because there's only so much you can do in your own home, right? Because you're around your things. You're comfortable. You're at home. When you go out, it's a, it's a different experience. And to your point, to your brilliant 15-year-old mind point, you, you hit it right on the head with, like, this is as important as any other subject. And I agree. You've got the mic. What would you say to the people who have this problem? As a 15-year-old... Who's grown up? Who's grown up in mid mid to higher end dining? Because we choose to take you, we choose to instill that in you. What would you say to them when they have a problem with that? You know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be rude about it. I wouldn't be harsh about it. I would just say, you know, maybe maybe they didn't learn. They didn't learn at the right age. That you know, I I think you know, kids kids like me, kids like Chaz, right. Any other kids, you know, that learned at a young age about food, about how food impacts people, food's experience, all this, they'll they'll understand that kids should be learning. But like, you know, 
adults that don't really believe that kids should be in there at such a young age and they, they didn't learn at the right age. From the mouth of babes, that could not have been more profound because I've always thought the very same thing. Then now all of a sudden as adults, they've embraced this and it's important to them. And so why should a kid have that same opportunity? Because they didn't. That's selfish. That's selfish. You're being selfish when you say shit like that. I'll say it for you, Wesley. I'll get a little more I read about it. Bravo. Well freaking said. Um, and I kind of ask it because like you're coming off the heels and realizing just what a wonderful, deep, brilliant culinary mind you you, you have. Any chances down the road you you take up culinary food as a profession or not? Well, we've talked about when I turned 16. <laughs> no, we haven't talked about that. Nebel from <laughs> Andrew Nebel from Turkey Hill Brewing Company has said when Wesley turned 16, he's mine. Uh, it's a little dark, but okay, great. And uh, what do you think you're going to find out when you do that, if you do that? I think, you know, it's, it's first of all, it's a great experience. I mean, just just working alongside people like that, you know, it's, it's, it's a great experience. And um, I, I do think, like, you know, you asked me, what am I going to take a path down the road uh-huh. in the culinary? Uh-huh. And, I mean, I've thought about that. I really have. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that's the best run for me but i do think you know at least experiencing it is good for everyone i agree because what have i always said about what everyone should have to do for a year just you're not try it out i guess you're you're not going to remember this everyone should have to wait tables for a year of their life and you would have such a different opinion and different behavior when you're in a restaurant setting if everybody had to do it so i think that's going to be a great experience for you you know, whether or not you do, whether you be a marine biologist or a classically trained French chef, that's up to you, buddy. And, you know, we're here with you every step of the way. Um, let's transition into the after section. Let's have a little fun before we wrap. Sound good to you? Sounds good. All right. You and I are cooking in the kitchen. And you, God help me, have control of the music. Oh, Jesus. I even I hate this question right now. This is the first time I've ever hated this question because I know the nonsense that's coming. What are we listening to, Wesley? Ooh, okay. Um, S- Sweaty Bee and Fetty Wap. And da, da, da. No, um... God. Probably... Don't you go changing um, your answers either because you're on a talk show. No, 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 no. All right. Um... Can I choose, like, a specific song or artist? You can. Yeah, you can choose either. It's your interview, kid. So I'd go with for a specific song, mm. "Pursuit of Happiness" by uh, Kid Cudi. It's Cudi. Oh Jesus! Same thing. Kid Cudi. Oh my God! This is. Do you realize this is forever, and you just call him Kid Cudi? <laughs> idiot. All right, <laughs> go on. "Pursuit of Happiness" by Kid Cudi. Um. And watch. They'll all come back and be like, "No, it's really Kid Cudi. You're stupid." <laughs> all right, whatever. No. Um, Kid Cudi, "Pursuit of Happiness." What's up? Keep going. For an artist, then? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I might go with Polo G. <laughs> Why? Polo G or Post Malone. I can, I can at least give you a little bit on Post Malone. Like, all right. The the, the, the stuff that he did with the uh, Nirvana, that that was pretty cool. The the online concert he did, and he played a bunch two of Nirvana. Two more. There's two more. 
Why? Why? This is only going to make me more depressed, isn't it? <laughs> no, um, Kendrick Lamar. All right, that's all right. Respectable. Go on. And then the last one, which you're not really gonna like, um, Chainsaw Maniac Nine Thousand. Who is <laughs> it? Red. Shut up! Oh God! <laughs> I'm not even writing it down. I usually write everybody's answers down. I literally drop my pencil on that one. I'm like, no, I'm not even putting that in a print. No, no. All right, you ready for the next one? This is fun. Sure. This is fun. Deserted Island time. I'm gonna drop you. I'm gonna airdrop you. Onto a deserted island, right? And you can only bring three foods or food-type items. You know, drinks, condiments, whatever. Infinite supply, by way of imagination. Infinite supply, but you can only bring three. What would they be and why? Okay. So, for a drink, I'll go with the drink first. Um, I'd go with Coca-Cola bottles. Okay. Just because, you know. Spoken like a true 15-year-old. How much sugar can I get in a bottle? No, you can never go wrong with Coke. I, 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 well, oh, man. Oh, do I have a follow-up joke on that one? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah. leave it alone. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Co- Coca-Cola. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because, just you know, you, you, you can't really go wrong with that. Okay, but, um, fine. That's what you're taking. For, for a food, uh, I'd go with Mom's Pistol. Wow. Okay. I would. I would not change my mind on that. I wow, really Greta, if you're listening, like I, I get it. He named me as the inspiration, but I think he's lying. But go on. What's and what's the third thing? Third thing, I would say. Oh, geez, I'm gonna go with the dessert. Um, I'd probably do the chocolate pudding with mousse by Native. In um, Honsa. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah, chocolate mousse, not chocolate pudding, just chocolate mousse. Yeah. Wow, Caleb! Jesus, if you're listening, man, he's choosing that above everything else. So uh, let that one soak in, buddy. Um, all right. Little dark question. Certainly, the youngest person I've ever asked this to, but I have to ask it because it's canon part and parcel of the show um you know those two coffee table books i have up there uh my last supper in the next course by the photographer melanie denea it's got the cool pictures of the chefs and they're all asked the same thing and then it all centers around with um you're gonna shuffle off this mortal coil tomorrow what is your last meal today so i ask you wesley if you had to name your last meal what are you eating what are you drinking who's there what music is playing this is a tough question, but, uh, alright. I would be drinking Coca-Cola. No way. <laughs> Couldn't have guessed. No. Um, I would have you and Mom there, um, and we would be eating... You're gonna leave Chazzy and Raymond out of this? Really? Family. <laughs> my, my home family. Wow. <laughs> Wait until I tell them this. Ooh. Oh, boy. They're not gonna like it. Okay, alright, family. Um... We'd have them there. Okay. I'd be drinking Coca-Cola, uh-huh. and I would be eating Mom's Buttered Noodles, uh-huh. uh, your sushi. Okay. Weird combination. Weird combo. Weird combo, but listen, you're not going to have to worry about emptying it out tomorrow. <laughs> and music that would be playing, yes. I would have to say... <laughs> 
Hmm. I probably an artist. I would say postmodern. Okay. Or, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll take it. Something like that. Yeah. We'll take it, buddy. We'll take it, buddy. The last question, simplest, simplest, the most complex. What is food to you in a single word? Food to me is probably intelligence. Wow. Wow. Why? Because, you know, the, the more you... The more you eat of different food, the more you know about different, you know, areas of the world, different <clears> cultures, <throat> different cultures, different people, you know, the, the more you eat the different places that you try, the, the more you know. I can't, I, I'm going to tell you something, kid. 198 episodes, no one has ever said that. Nobody. And that may very well be... No, it is. Honest to God, it is right now my favorite answer to that question ever. That was honestly so great. And what a great way to wrap up just a great interview with a great young man, Wesley. Thank you for hanging out with me on the mic tonight. I know it's a little like it's really informal because like I hear the cats going ape shits upstairs and I'm like, what are they even doing right now? Um, yeah, I'm um I'm in the laundry room right now. Why are you in the laundry? <laughs> Wait, don't answer well, that because I kn- nope. Okay. No, Zeus. Zeus was Zeus was screaming his ass off. You know. Oh, okay, okay. Well, maybe because he's eating the house plant again. Zeus is our he biggest better. cat for the folks listening at home. So, anyway, back to uh, food to you in a single word: intelligence. What a great answer! What a great interview, Wesley. Proud of you, kid. Great interview. Thanks so much for hanging out, buddy. Anytime. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 198 of the Course Grind Podcast with me this evening. My oldest, my biggest son, progeny, offspring, carbon copy of myself, the Wesley Rossler. You ever want to follow what he's up to, what he's doing? He's out there on the Insta. Go check him out, Wesley Rossler. And uh, not much else because he doesn't have a restaurant yet or anything like that. So we'll just move on past that. Our producer, as always this evening, has been the lovely... And voluptuous Johnny Leland Robinson, aka the Reverend Johnny Lamoria. I'll be honest, it's been so long, I'm not even going to plug another blessed thing because I don't know what he's up to, but I'm going to find out and we're going to collaborate soon. Next episode will be number 199, if you can even freaking believe it. Stay tuned, you're not going to want to miss it. Yeah.